ride along with girls all the along came the song. The white wolf forward, a silver toe shell, his army on her flashing his... Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty. Another day in quarantine. Yeah. But it's all good. We're making it through. Another week down. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so interesting that April, I feel like April went by super quick. Um, like, I can't believe it's already almost May, you know? Yeah, that's true. Because March felt very long. <laughs> Felt like a year. It did. It felt like we had all of 2020 in March, and April it was like, whoop, done. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. And you say that, and you think about, like, I was looking at, not to start the show off with a downer, guys, but I was, like, looking at the numbers of, like, for the virus in, like, the past month. They're ridiculous, and they're, like, they're just maddening. True. Like fifty thousand uh, in America dead, right? Dead, not like have the d- dead gone. People who are not with us anymore. Yep, and people want to be out there, want to get haircuts. So let me just say, the arguments for going outside are weak as hell. <laughs> like, like I need to cut my hair. Are you like you don't have scissors in your house? See, they don't want to self-cut. No. Because they know they'll mess up, but your hair's already a mess, so it doesn't matter. And who's going to see you? You're inside. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's not like you're going to shows or out to eat or the movie. Like, you're inside. Let the hair grow. And if you want to cut it, cut it off. By the time you get out the house, it'll be back. Th- this. Exactly this. So the haircut thing, I think, is the most privileged thing about. Listen, I am upset that I have not seen my nail tech in six, seven weeks. But you know what I did? I soaked my nails off, and I went out and got some press-ons. <laughs> so I'm okay. I can deal with having natural nails for a while when these press-ons are no longer my of my interest but i just knew that i needed to do my nails to make myself feel better but like there are so many things people could do and not be selfish but anyway what have you been doing with your uh quarantine time uh working 
When you're not at work, sir. Home. What have you been watching? Uh, Clone Wars. Okay. Uh, okay. I just I just saw um, Chris Hemsworth's new movie, uh, Extraction, on Netflix. Is it good? It's violent as hell. Is it good? Oh, it's good. It's um, you can put it on the level of like a John Wick movie. Okay. As in, like simple story, straight action. Okay, that's cool. How was how was the acting? Oh, uh, Chris Hemsworth is good. It's it's really it's more of like his side is more emotional, of like kind of like a mercenary that really has nothing really to live for, but he still wants to do his job. Okay, that sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. What movie did I recently? I I I've been watching more shows because you know you know I normally don't do that. Um, I was watching, I keep saying Pretty Little Fires, but it's Little Fires Everywhere. And it's really annoying to me that I keep saying Pretty Little Fires. Anyways, Little Fires Everywhere. I watched uh, the first seven episodes. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the last one because I wanted to finish the book first. So okay. listening to the book, um, I really, really enjoyed the show a lot. Um, even and I, even hated, I hated all the characters, but I really liked the show. So you hated all the characters, but you liked the show. Yeah. Because I think um, they all, they're all, or I shouldn't say hated, like, all of the characters had flaws. Like, every time I wanted to root... Are you okay, there? Yeah, I'm good. I was just trying to adjust. Um, every time I wanted to root for a character, they did something heinous or ridiculous or stupid. And I was like, nope. Because you have the mother... Elena, the white mother, um, she is Karen to a T. And yes, I said Karen, and I don't care if you think that's a word that we shouldn't be using anymore. I'm going to use it. Fuck <laughs> the Karen. Wow, that's a lot. So um, so she's a Karen. Like, she's 100% Karen. She's all in, dug her heels. She thinks that... that all of her charity should be worshipped and idealized, and she should be made to feel like she's being the best person ever. She has good intentions, and that's the worst thing for moderate white people to have. Um, and I just mean that in the sense that they don't see the big picture; they just see they just see what they want to tunnel vision. the The husband, I mean, I give him credit for putting up with Elena and her rules and her plans. But I feel like he could have reined her. Not that it's necessarily the job of your mate to do this, but like he could have reined her in and spoken up more for the children, specifically Izzy, who I feel the most bad for because <laughs> like, her mother treats her horribly. I mean, she's definitely a bratty little white girl, but I mean, her mother kind of made her that way. Hmm. Interesting. And then um, the oldest daughter is like a carbon copy of her mother and she i think i hate not hate i dislike the most um especially what she i don't want to give spoilers away for people who haven't watched it but especially for how she treats pearl and mia as tools that she can use um i guess the son the the oldest son 
is only shady because of what he did to his brother. But that's pretty much it. Like, I feel like he's the only character that's going to, like, grow over the course of this series. Because, you know, he was oblivious before, but um, his relationship with the the two of of them, I think, is going to have a positive effect on his life going forward. Um, And then Izzy, I already talked about, but Pearl, I want to, like, shake her around like what 15 year old black girl doesn't know some of the things that she's just i don't know i just it bothers me that she's so enamored with these people eh. what does eh mean i mean it all depends on how you're raised okay explain expound on that i'm just saying like she like, I don't know the backstories of all these characters. Like, I don't know how they grew up or certain things like that. But it all depends on, like, what environment you're in and how enamored she's going to be with these people. I'm like, she's curious or whatnot. I don't know, so I guess I'm looking at it as a 15-year-old black girl in America. And especially this one, who has been traveling with her mother her whole life. You must have seen inequality and the, the difficulties and the difference between how black people are treated and how white people are treated. Like, that's not something you just don't notice. And I've known some people who've been, like, oblivious to certain things like that. And like, who've been, like, really, like, really, like, I would say too sheltered in certain in certain aspects of um things but I'm like really like you're not surprised by this I mean like you should be um this is like something common even like any person standard but I'm like I guess what bothers me is that she's traveled with her mother and her mother I don't think is one to mince words or not tell her daughter the truth besides like the big truth. So it just it just didn't play out right for me. But I understand what you're saying. There are definitely people who live in a glass bubble or a rose colored yep. whatever and don't see it. But I feel like she was just longing so much for family and the Richardsons represented everything she didn't have. So that's why she clung to them. But like how can you veneer that and not see how rotten they all are underneath see some people want what they don't have and they'll accept those flaws that other people show just to try to keep what you haven't had in order to keep it like yeah. she wants it's like she wants that type of family and she wants to be a part of it so she'll accept whatever flaws or um um whatever um uh, whatever things they do in order to keep it, no matter what, because she's attained what she wanted, but it's going to come at a price. A serious price. A price that, like, I mean, I was just disappointed in her, I could say. And then Mia, the, the Black mother, I feel like she's been very selfish. Like, I, I, I understand. I don't understand. I've never had a child. So I don't know what it would be like to carry a child and feel connected to it and then um, and then have to give it up. But I mean, I feel like part of it is connected to the death of her brother. Sorry, spoiler. 
um, and just the connection there that she lost. So, you know, I wonder if, if the brother hadn't died, would she have done what she did? Um, and so, I, like I said, I haven't watched the last episode yet because I want to finish reading the book, which is a little different. In the book, uh, race isn't called out. So um, Mia's not necessarily black. So it reads, you know, there's two white women. And it's more about the economic um, difference than anything else and the nomadic life versus the, pl- the planned out life, um, which still is a strong story. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy, enjoyed the show. Um, Carrie Washington and Reese Witherspoon are amazing actresses. I think everyone on the show does a really good job acting wise. Please someone tell me, why does Carrie Washington make those ugly faces? Uh, no one can tell you why, because she's been doing it for years and no one's really pointed out until she did that Netflix movie. Because it's so, I mean, I feel like over time, I don't know if it's because she's gotten older or or what it is, but they've gotten more and more grotesque. And I want to be like, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> like, you know who I used to always make fun of or like call out? Did you ever see Why Did I Get Married? Yeah. So it was either in that one or Why Did I Get Married too. Gina Jackson has the absolute ugliest cry that I have ever seen in any movie and I'm just like what is what is this like do you think that's what your face looks like when you cry because that's uh, natural uh, Morris Chestnut and um, Best Man Holiday I saw that it didn't stand out to me the, the way he cried when his wife died I was just like was it the sa- uh, it was that was more the sounds though than his face? I, I, I like the face just just had me was like what is this face? I was like I I was just, I was just like anytime I see it, I was like it just takes me out the movie for like a second. I'm like uh I didn't, I didn't need to see that face, Morris. I didn't need to see that face. I don't now I wanna now I wanna see it. No, it's just that it's just that ugly cry. I was just like. Uh, now I want to see what you are referring to. You know what? I don't think I saw this movie. Nope. Wait, you didn't see that one? Nah, because I got sick of all the black. Uh, I got. I think I got sick of all those, like the best man, the best man. What was the other one called? The four front. What was it? Four brothers. I mean, not, not, not four, four brothers. brothers. Um, you know, best not. I just said best man, but you know what? I mean. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Like more Chestnut, it was in one of them. Like I, I like like all those '90 black movies. I like them. I like The Wood. Yeah, I The like... Wood. That's what I was thinking of. The Wood, and then um, what was that other thing that came out? I don't know. Like I saw all of those, like Brown Sugar and Love and Basketball. Like they're. I I love all them. They were they were they were great for like the '90s and early 2000s, especially The Wood because The Wood ended up having like a pseudo sequel with that movie Dope. Because because one character from the wood is in dope, I was like, oh, it's the same universe. Nice. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like it just it wasn't. I don't know. They're they're no different from rom coms or whatever. Which I not a genre that I'm like, oh, let me go see that. You know, like like your Bridget Jones Diaries or your um your Love Actuallys. Like I'm just they're okay, but I'm not like. You know, I would not spend money to see them, but when they come on the TV and there's nothing else to do, okay. Yeah, you should watch. Yeah, you should watch the Best Man Holiday. It's a really good movie. I was, I was expect. I kind of hope there's a 
third one coming out, but it all depends on when everyone's schedule is clear. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not my cup of tea, but I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, I don't know. I like more um, historical, not historical. Like, yeah, I guess historical fiction. I like to see Black people play characters in, like, sci-fi movies or, like, um, dramas, I guess. I'm trying to think of, like, the last Black movie that I really enjoyed besides Black Panther. I guess when I say black movie, I mean movie with a predominantly black cast. Alright. What what recently has come out? Oh, this face is oh, this is a face. I definitely did not see this movie. And yeah. you are oh my gosh, that's pain. He's pulling from something. He is pulling something. Thank God, you. that hurts. Oh my goodness, it's so like, sad. Like that's some good acting right there, but that face. Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm, I feel, I felt that. Uh-huh. And I wasn't even listening with the sound on. Like I was listening with no sound. That, ugh. Uh huh. I was like, jeez. Oh, listen to it with the sound on when you hear it. I'm just like. Oh, oh. I was like, Morris, Morris, what are you He's doing? Crying. No, that's pure emotion. That was good acting. That was good. I mean, yes, he looks like he's in pain. Like, everything gone. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I, I like that. I like the first Best Man. It's a really good movie with um everything else like that. Or the Drama between uh, Tay Diggs' character and Morris Chestnut. Tay Diggs was an asshole in that movie. I know, but Morris Chestnut was also an asshole because you cheating, but you upset because the girl that you're about to marry isn't a virgin. Like, I mean, they were you, both they were I'm, both toxic men, but I still feel like Tay's more wrong. Why would you write a book about it? No, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's like you know how there's like overt and covert things like you could see that Morris Chestnut's character needed to grow some like you could see that on him as a, whatever he was himself he gave no question about the kind of man that he was but Tay Diggs playing that he was playing that Lawrence role big dudes who think they're good but they're really crap. well yeah he was like really fucked up with um writing the book and everything else like that, but I kind of play that on his subconscious of like you're trying to think of a story, trying to be a writer, and you're coming up with an idea that's not really fiction, but it's like true it's true events now at this point, and you're writing it, and you just got sucked into writing the characters being like your friends. And once people read it that know y'all, it's like this isn't fiction. This is this is literally everything that y'all went through when y'all was in college. Yeah. And it's really like, and it's kind of like really, uh, really fucked up on uh, Morris Chestnut's part, also because he's um, being this big time football player, 
um, dealing with other things, but he really had to come to grips in order to like try to forgive his fiance, soon to be wife, uh, for an indiscretion that she had when they were in college, but uh, with his best friend. But I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like, more stress than you was you was being more foul than her. She had one indiscretion, you had multiple. And I'm like, you really out there doing what you're doing and you just waiting until you get married in order you to be completely faithful while your fiance had one indiscretion, you one indiscretion with your best friend that you really didn't need to know about. Um, that could have that could have went to the grave, but K Diggs being an idiot, writing a book about it. Uh and he having a whole entire crisis of faith over everything. I'm like, <sighs> I was like, everyone's wrong in this movie. Yes, and I think that's part of the reason I didn't like. I don't know. I guess because these movies aren't that different formulaically than Tyler Perry films, and I fell out of love <laughs> with Tyler Perry in the late 2000s. Um, I think after. The Family That Praise, whenever that came out, I I had to cut him off. Now, The Family That Praise is a really good movie. Uh, or it's 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 a good movie. Is that the one with the business? Partner, the white family, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, gotcha, I gotcha, mean, gotcha, and gotcha. I always wondered how he was able to get Kathy Bates and um, with a uh, Alfred Alfred Wittard and like how do you get these big names to be in your not that awesome movies <laughs> heck I mean like Tyler Perry was on the come up it was early 2000s that's when he could get these people like that to be in movies like everyone saw Diary of a Mad Black Woman thought like oh it was a great movie everything else like that so when he did it he kind of signed up all these other people for other movies and that's when he like kind of hooked them. Then once he hooked them, they're already under contract, so I, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah, like, I, I saw why did I get like, married. That was his. And after I saw why did I get married too, I was no. I think the last thing I saw from him was the four color. Oh, four color girls. Yeah, I remember. I think yeah, he directed. I don't think he wrote. He didn't write that one. No, that just you know, like he he produced That's, it. Did Michael Ealy throw children out windows? I don't. Yes, probably. Um, no, he directed it, produced it, and wrote the screenplay. Oh, was it his story? No, it's based on a book. You haven't read the book? Ah, uh, you should no. read the book. Um, I mean, if you care about what little what black women think about. <laughs> But it's a, it's a, it's a good book. It's deep, um, and I think he touched on some of it. But like, he has this obsession with black women pain that I just, I wasn't interested anymore. Piss. Yeah, kind of. It kind of pisses me off at this point. I'm like, do better stories. I mean, like, I don't need to see everything about a black woman getting done dirty consistently in your movies, in your TV shows. That's what I'm saying. He has this weird obsession with black female pain, and I want to be like, hey, man who is black, 
why not write about black male pain or or um just not pain at all like let's let's do a historical i don't know i'd love to see a historical film from him like let's have let have him do somebody's biopic but i bet you he would find the most like struggle piece of that person's life and make that the the focal point and i'm just like dude i'm not he- like like not that we shouldn't tell the stories of how people overcome and have to deal with nonsense in this world but every movie like all of them i've i've learned this right now that Tyler Perry is a better actor than he is directing <laughs> and yet he makes millions and millions of dollars directing so he he's he's clearly speaking to a portion of the demographic that wants to see these stories. Maybe they see themselves in the characters. I don't know. I, it's like a southern black audience thing. I'm like everyone that he when he was doing his plays, everything else like that. Everyone who's seen his plays when he went on the Chitlin circuit will always go see his movies, no matter what. It's kind of like why that movie Fall from Grace was so successful on Netflix. I mean, some of those were hate watches. Come on. Some of those were hate watches, but people knowing that it was a really bad movie and still participating in it. I'm still upset with him uh, him saying words like this. Well, when I'm on when I'm directing, I'm worrying about what's on the screen. I'm not worried about your hair. I'm like that's something that's on the screen that you need to worry about when it comes to continuity issues. When someone has one hairstyle, then a whole different hairstyle two seconds later in the same scene. I don't know what black woman he knows, but none of us look like that. None of us are messing up good weaves in a shower just because we're sad. We will still wrap our hair up. Uh, and I, I was... Uh, Oh, oh, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, do what you gotta do. I know you're making millions. You're making millions upon millions. Oprah, Oprah helped you do that because you made magical deals with TBS. Yeah, he's in that Illuminati. He's Oprah. in that Illuminati deep. Like, I don't know who he knows, I mean, but whoever it is, yeah. He he got lucky. He got he got magical deals for the cheap because one he doesn't have a writer's room, so he writes everything. That bothers, no, sorry, that pisses me the hell off. How can you say, as a a director or someone who wants to promote black actors and blacks in the arts, say that you don't need a writer's room? When there are so many black writers looking, seeking, needing work, that's selfish as hell. The reason why he doesn't want them is because he knows that his ideas will get pushed against and he doesn't want to have to deal with that. Which is probably why when he said he had a writer's room once before, he didn't like it and he got rid of it. The one thing I see about Tyler Perry that he is he does not do he does not help out black writers he does not help out black directors he tries it one time and then once that stuff does not go the way he wants it to go the first time he will I mean not look what happened with him and Monique like I thought Monique is perfect but I still love her that's my girl she will speak her mind 
or whatever her husband's telling her or whatever they agree to together. But she's going to tell you, yes, no, I don't like it, whatever. And look at what that got her. Because Tyler Perry probably was like, and Lee Daniels too. Lee Daniels and Tyler Perry both have the same kind of it's me or nothing situation going on with how they think things should run. And I want to be like, nah, dog, that's not how it should go. Mm -hmm. But at least when I see like with Lee Daniels, he'll at least collaborate with other now, people. Now, yes, he's learned. Yes. More, well, yeah, he's learned, but Tyler Perry still hasn't. And that just gets so annoying with it. With like all his TV shows and stuff like that. With the uh, Especially with the the one uh, with sisters, I keep seeing clips online, and I'm like, "Yo, this show is so bad." It's like, why is every single husband got treated a black woman so every wrong? I'm like, one. and it bothers me to know. Oh, this came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> it bothers me to no end. So I don't want to support his nonsense um, anymore. Yeah, like he took a shot on that movie. Um, I think it was like 2009 or 2010. It was called Peoples with um, uh, it was uh Craig Robinson and Kerry Washington, and like they're a couple. They're going home to meet um her fam her family and everything else like that, and staying for the weekend for like some holiday thing, and it was. Uh, Tyler, Tyler Perry presents Peoples. Uh, I think it was directed by a black woman who's giving her a shot. The movie didn't do well. I haven't heard from her since. And him, he's like, it didn't make the money that he usually makes. He thought just because he put his name on it, it was going to bring his audience to it, but it didn't. But this is the first time director getting a shot, gave her a shot. Movie made, I think, maybe $10 million. Cost more than that because his movies usually make about fifty mm -hmm. million. So it was like um, it didn't make them make back the budget. So he's like, "Hey, it's a failure. I tried once. That's it. I won't try again. I'm not giving any other director or any other black one another shot." And that was it, which sucks because I'm like, you can give other people shots. Let them take a shot. You had one failure. That's it. Go back to drawing board, find someone else, do something else. Kind of like what Jordan Peele's doing with uh, Candyman. He's co-wrote it, and he's producing it, and he's having a black woman direct it. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I hope that they can do better in the future. I'm really happy that we do have some representation. I just, I need, I need more Ava's. More? What are you eating over there? <laughs> What, it sounds nothing. like you're eating chips. <laughs> no, that is my bet. Oh, okay. I'm moving. Um, so the other thing that I was watching, uh, God, now I just forgot. So I just saw that um, the Willingbees, the Willoughby, the Willoughbys is out on Netflix. That's a cartoon animated movie based on a, a children's book. That's really good. So I'm gonna check that out. Um, on net not, not netflix on um hulu which is where little fires everywhere is i started watching mrs america which is really yeah. good What's so mrs america? america is about 
um, uh, the group of women who were against the Equals Rights Act. Um, these are uh, political, sorry, uh, Republican women um, who are counter to the um, feminist movement that happened in the late, uh, in the 60s. And it's really good. Like the acting is, impact I mean, it's Kate Blanchett, so obviously. But um, the acting is actually really good. Um, and it's a really cool, it's a really interesting story that's based on events. And um, Crazy Eyes played uh, Shirley Chisholm. Yeah, now I know what you're talking about. Because I remember when they announced her for that role. I was like, oh, I was wondering when the project would be out. So yeah, no, it's really good. <laughs> Mrs. America, um, uh, the first three episodes dropped all together. Um, and now the fourth episode came out Wednesday. So um, that's good. I, I assume you've been watching Black AF? I've watched episode one so far. And did, I, I have not watched it. it I don't have plans to, but is it good? Um, it's all right so far. Um, I hear it picks up in episode yeah. four or five. And have you ever watched Curb Your Enthusiasm? Okay, That's but what the for black is. people. Yeah, and it's, and it's, yeah, it's like a, a black can, family family dynamic. Yeah, and I'm like really upset with so many people getting upset with um. King Embarrass over the casting of his wife. I'm like, that's the same complexion as I mean, his I think wife. it's not necessarily this character, but like all the characters he's ever cast. Like, always like No, they're No, they're going after like his, no, I, like I the woman. They're going what after I'm Rashida Jones. Is, it's not just this character, because yes, obviously this character makes sense. It's the fact that whenever he casts black women, they're light skin. Well, what's the name's not light skin on Mixish? She's the um the woman who plays Rainbow's mother on Mixish. Probably is dark. because of the show is about being mixed. No, because she was light skin on blackish. They he took a cha he took a change and made her dark skin on Mixish. So that's what so how many the same shows does he have? Is, and not one he of has them. Four. Actually, oh wait, he has. Uh, well, he has Gronished, which has uh, darker brown skin uh, people on there because he has those two. Tw um, uh, not the two. They have the two sisters, Haley and Chloe, on there. They're not like light skin. Um, they have like um, Rev Run's son Diggy on Mixish. Uh, you have. Uh, the um boy, I forget his name. He's uh, he was just in that uh, movie Superfly, as like the main character, recently. Um, Trevor Jackson. Uh, in that he's darker skin, and uh, then you have the daughter from Grownish. I mean, from uh, Blackish, Zoe being on the show and everything else like that. And then you have like the Cuban friend, and you have the white friend, and you have the uh, Indian American friend as well. On mixes, so, so, so that's diverse. Two of the characters are darker skinned. On mixed dish two, on on 
grownish too. <laughs> so okay, I guess you you've proven the point that he has some. I think people are still concerned that the main characters always seem to be light skinned. But I don't have a dog in the fight because I don't watch any of his of his shows. I just I just I have heard the argument yeah, uh and I understand it. While I am always one for pick the best actor for the role. Um, which is I mean, I don't know that. I don't know like that. I don't know that he entertained everybody, or if he had a certain mind in his mind what he wanted his characters to look like. I mean, like you can't get any darker than like Tinka Sumter, like for uh for uh, to play the wife uh, married to uh what's the name um Zach uh, you, you you can like by a lot, but I'm I don't I'm done. <laughs> I, don't... <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I'm like, I mean, I mean, like, literally, like, Blackish is based off his family, and Black as fuck is based off his family, so he's not gonna right. cast so, someone so to that does point, not look like his family. What he and knows chose. or what he feels reflects the characters that he wants, and people's commentary is, hmm, a lot of your characters are lighter skinned. That's it. That's it. Now, if you want to take that as a negative all the way, and the old, I mean, they're still watching his show clearly. So, I mean, I, mean, I think it's a, I think it's a fair critique. I mean, it's like saying but... to someone, "How come the majority of the cast is blonde?" Uh, like it's no like that. That's really what people are saying. Like, like how people say to Fox News, "Why are all the female anchors blonde haired?" Like, there's, like, two that have brown hair. And you can say, well, there's two that have brown hair, so, you know, we just hire the best people for the thing that we want them to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all the argument is to me. Yeah, but I'm, like, more of, like, they get more upset because it's like, well, she's not black enough. How is she not black enough? She's Quincy Jones's daughter. Who's playing his wife. I, are they talking about her blackness or I mean, her skin? I mean, yes. You're talking about saying that she's not black. Wait, enough. sorry. I don't know I'm why like, you think someone being someone's daughter would um, affect how they view their role in diaspora. Yeah, she's Quincy Jones's daughter, so she grew up rich and no, privileged. That takes her a little bit out of. It's more they're at mad okay, because her skin so, color isn't dark. What what is kind of stupid at the end of the day? I'm like. She's still black. Yes, She's still black woman. Yes, our skin colors vary vastly, and we can all be, um, we can all have similar or different experiences, and our skin shade, not color, shade, can alter, can, I mean, doesn't alter that fact. But I think that, so arguments that say that if someone's light skinned, they don't understand what it is to be black, I think have small credence in the fact that some light skinned people are treated differently in the same exact situations as dark skinned black people. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, when you get arrested, you true. Still but you, you, even when, even in the arrest, you might be treated more fairly. I mean, still arrested and still marked black on on the card, but you might be treated a little differently. Like um, uh, Tiger Woods versus OJ. Well, OJ is kind of medium toned, but um, like a Michael Vick or a, what? I, I mean, mind you, there are other factors that lead into how badly people want to stay at, mad at you. But I think uh, colorism is definitely a thing that uh, many communities deal with. The, the Latinx community deals with it as well. Um, so does the Filipino and South Asian communities. They deal with colorism. So, I mean, I think there's so many layers to it. 
and like I said, I haven't seen the show. I don't know how the actresses are or aren't, so whatever. But I think the conversation around representation is important because we do want to have shows that reflect Black life, that have um, a visual appeal to everybody. I mean, I don't know, like, you know, it's first, you know, dark skin Aunt Viv versus light skin Aunt Viv. True. Yeah, I have that argument. I go light skin and vid because dark skin yeah, was okay. Difficult. I preferred her acting, so <laughs> I preferred dark skin and and vid's acting. Whatever backstage things, I'm I wasn't privy to until after the fact. But as far as like watching the show, I enjoyed that because like I felt like white, white light skin Aunt Viv in the later three seasons, four seasons was such a pushover. Like she, I didn't feel like she had any of those fiery scenes and she might have, I just don't remember those fiery scenes that dark skin. And yeah. had. I think she, like, she had those like fiery scenes when uh, I remember when uh, she thought Philip might've cheated. Uh, that was yeah. a good scene. When, when she, when oh, she yeah, had to I kick him out of the house. And everything else I'm, like I'm going to have to go back. and like, Well, I don't even know where you can watch Fresh Prince, but um, I have to go back and check. Cause yeah, she just didn't strike me as, um, it's forceful, I guess is the word. Um, but then you have like a Felicia Rashad, and when that show was cast, when the Cosby Show was cast, he purposely wanted a rainbow of children, right? So like that casting was purposeful. So Sandra was like mixed. She almost looked mixed. Like how did you come from them? But we as black people, uh, uh, African diaspora, can come in many shades because genes and recessive traits. So it wasn't so weird, um, except for the fact that like, she was only like two years younger than Felicia Rashad or four years, something like that. It was, they were very close in age. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think I enjoyed the Cosby show for that. But then you think of like other shows from the nineties. I was just thinking about this the other day too, though. Like, do you remember In the House with LL Cool J? That was such a good yes. show. Four seasons. Oh, what was there were some other shows um like the like that those black sitcoms I want to go back to that what was the one with that um hanging with Mr. Cooper Do you remember that one yeah with uh Mark uh mm, I forget um listening because remember he was just recently in the news talking about how uh Ooh. Steve Harvey stole his uh, um, comedy set Family Matters. Oh yeah, goodness! Love family matters. What was that one with yeah. the? Mm. Yeah, I remember Sia there, and yeah. Moesha. One on one. Although I didn't like that one because she talked too bad. She talked. She was. She was so rude. <laughs> yes. What, Kyla Pratt? Oh, I love Kyla Pratt. I love Spirit on there too, and um. What's the name? He played Arnez. And Flex, Flex. He plays the same character for, uh, in every for show. All season. Didn't he play like... Oh, yeah, he played Michael Jackson. That doesn't make any movie. sense. That oh, doesn't make any sense. he did the white face. Yo, that yeah, makes me there. a little it's, angry, it's actually. I... Yeah, when I seen that, I was like... What what are you doing, Flex? What yeah, no, doing? I mean, I think... Oh, my gosh, the famous Jet Jackson? Ugh. Oh, send one down for the homie. 
was so good. He was a great. He was on the come up too. I enjoyed him for. I enjoyed him in that show, uh, Fast Forward, which is really fucked up because that show literally had him kill himself on the show. And then a few years later, it was suicide. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, no, that was really sad. (sighs) Uh, But I would have loved to have seen how he would have trans... Because I can imagine he would have been in some other movies because he was a really good actor, but he was just a really nice person. And I mean, he came off that way anyway. I I don't know him personally. But um, he came off that way. What was that other? Oh, you know what other show? Sister, Sister. Yep, I know um, Sister, Sister. And then Smart really Guy. Show. Yep, Is it? three seasons. Keenan, That's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, Keenan and Kel. Yes. Um, although that was more of a comedy show and not um, like a family. I mean, they, they learned lessons at the end of the day, so I guess I mean, I mean, it's like it's literally like just right. It was more of a comedy, which is never fine. Saw um, but I enjoyed watching that. Um, and then you have, I guess, the Jamie Foxx show, Martin, um, the Wayans brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then before yeah, that, so, you had different strokes, uh, Good Times, Cosby Show. Um, I don't really, maybe not different strokes, because that there was a lot of white characters in that. Well, I mean, what's, well, the different strokes so like they're like two. raising all the black kids. Brothers. Yeah. True. <laughs> oh, the Wayne brothers. I said Moesha already. Yeah, I loved Moesha. I was all in. And I did not like Brandy at all. <laughs> but I love yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. yeah. The uh, par- the where is uh, Contest Vaughn? Has she gotten over her weave being stuck to her head and singing? Songs badly, or not not singing songs badly, bad music videos. Did you see her last one? Maybe, sir. So it's bad. Like I'm like, ma'am, you're an actress. What 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 is this video? Oh, I guess the Bernie Mac show. Steve Harvey Steve show, Harvey yes. Show. You know which one I didn't watch though. I didn't watch Everyone Hates Chris. I love that one. Uh, Trisha, uh, Trisha Arnold is awesome as Chris's mom, and Terry Crews is always well, amazing. I'm a big, as well, dad. I like Terry's Terry Crews in um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I don't think I like him as a person. Yeah, like him as an actor is great, especially with um with him on Everybody Hates Chris on being so cheap, on like him being on like he knows the money to uh the everything from to cents to anything in the house, no matter what, because he's like, I'm working all these jobs in order to put food on this table for this family and everything else like that. Don't be wasting like two cents of uh two cents of, uh two cents of light bill keeping on in the middle of the night. Oh, that's uh nightlight and everything else like that. It was hilarious. Girlfriends, I think probably one of my favorites. Living single also at the top of that list. Um, living single was really good. The Boondocks, I guess we could count. Yep, I'm, uh, uh, I cannot. I I kind of want to know what they're gonna do with this uh soft reboot. Issue. Oh, sorry. How could I not say? Yeah, I don't know. I'm because like the third. No, 
the fourth season, third season. One of those seasons was done without Aaron. Fourth season. Yeah, the fourth season was done without Aaron, fourth. and it just felt a little contrived, but still in the same vein. So I wonder now that he's back assisting, even if he's not writing, I think it should be interesting. I Now that Granddad is gone, I like the theory that was roaming around the Nets that, um, what is her name? The grandmother on Blackish. Oh, uh, I forget her name. Uh, but yeah, she said she, she had it would her be people great if that was grandma or, uh, uh, sister or like the sister or the aunt or something like that. Cause and I she think she would be perfect for it. Yeah. And you, and it would be nice if you did like, um, they give, uh, John with his mm. son a cameo and everything else like that and like and like they're actually having a funeral for grandpa and then they passes off the kids to their uh great aunt or something else like that so she can uh so that she can yeah. take care of them. Yeah, I think it should be um I, I don't know. I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see what happens. I did not mention I guess my favorite black show and that would be a different world. Because that was my whole childhood, and I could not wait to go to Hillman. Um, I was just enamored. I love that show. I, I applied to Spellman because it's, that was where it was filmed. I mean, the outside scenes, and I wanted to walk the campus. Um, I enjoyed the different world because I don't know. I always, the college experience was always something I wanted to know. Like, so that's why I loved Saved by the Bell, the college years. Or um, the Wonder Years too, and um, what's the other show? Boy Meets World. Yep, I love. Boy but Meets um, World. I like Different World because it. I don't know. It was just really cool. And then the cameos that the Cosby Kids would make on it also added to the the world building. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't. There aren't any shows. Similar to what we were talking about earlier, I was talking about like black movies that have come out recently. I can't like the fact that I can't name any. Oh, you know what? I'm being silly. Um, Hidden Figures, I guess, kind of counts. And The Help. Uh, I don't know. Do those okay. count as black movies? There's a lot of white people in there. Like, what's yeah. a, like, think about a movie in the past three or uh. four years that had a. Okay. So, and okay. I didn't see Get Out. And I didn't see us, so I guess. Oh, uh, Harriet! Harriet was probably the last I one I saw. Harriet. Uh, all right, I forgot you don't like seeing. Like, and I didn't see. Thrill. Uh, you don't like to see thrillers. Like, uh, yeah, I didn't see Get Out Get or out. Us. And then what was it? The 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 people who killed the cop and ran away. Oh. uh uh, Queen of Slim didn't see Queen that. Of Slim? Uh, so I, you know, I take back I what I said. So there have been some movies recently. I just haven't seen them. Like, like Fences came out. Um, Moonlight. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. So when I asked you to name a black movie, why didn't you say any of those? I guess it like to me. It just like hadn't like really like clicked in my head of like I've seen them when they came out like okay like 
like, okay, I remember Fences when that came out. Uh, a couple years ago, Denzel directed it. Uh, then you had, like, Hidden Figures. I, like, I forgot about Hidden Figures. Taraji, she was good in it. So it's Janelle Monet and uh, everyone else. Uh, I, from, like, for, like, Get Out and Us, I was like, oh, yeah. Well, there's only, like, three, four black people in uh, Get Out. Oh, okay, so that doesn't count, Everyone else is white. And it, yeah, yeah. Uh, then like um, us is about a black family, everything else like that. But uh, like they are the main people, and and their side characters are like the one white family. But they thanks for the spoiler. Murdered, so. Yes, but we have hey, listeners. You're who not might. gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. And thank you that. again for those of you who do listen to us chat, talk about movies, mostly movies. <laughs> and, and, um, what are you doing? Um, you, you sound really muffled. Something else I just saw recently that was a black movie was uh Yes, the bank yes, thing. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. See, that one carries some controversy over some things that one of the producers <laughs> did <laughs> as an adult. I mean, I did I um the producer is also like the main character's uh son in real life. And it's based off his father and everything else like that. So I've like Okay, there's some controversy to this movie. I want to see it because it's a very good movie. I mean, I I thought it was going to be a very good movie compared to what it was. I was like, okay, this is a decent movie. It's not like knock your sock off. Oh, this might be an Oscar winning movie, kind of like the trailer portrayed with uh, Anthony Mackie, Sam Jackson, uh, Mia Long. And I was like, okay, this is this could be a good movie. And uh, uh, the one uh, character who played Beast in the X Men movie, see Grimmer. Uh, oh. Um, no, you, so no. you did mention Dolomite is my name because that ah, I counts, forgot about Dolomite. That, that I'm like, yeah, that I need more of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that. then uh, I watched. I don't know if you watched it. Uh. The RuPaul show, the RuPaul um, series, AJ the Queen, that was pretty good. That was pretty decent. And it was RuPaul. Yeah, well, it wasn't going to have more than... <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to have more. Were you? I mean, RuPaul, yeah. But I, I didn't think it was going to move forward. Um, what was it? Uh, Uncorked was really good. Did you watch that? Yes, I did. That is a, oh, that's yeah. That was a really good black movie because that's literally uh, just about a black family and uh, the son wanting to do more in his life and trying to have the support of his family, uh, dealing with uh, his hard-headed dad who wants him to do the family business, and it's like more of like uh, he wants to follow his own path instead of his. Families, um, uh, and I should I should have said Raisin Dion, which I really really enjoyed. Um, 
whenever season two I, comes I'm out. I'm fine with that. I really you. loved it. Oh, the other thing. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think th- there's a long list of movies. There's just a lot that I haven't seen. Um, and for, for reasons because they didn't appeal to my sensibilities. But um, I feel like the movies that I did watch, I really enjoyed. So I want to make sure that there stays more in the marketplace for people to see, you know, a variety of different types of movies with black casts. Because there is a lot. It's just the fact that I couldn't call them to name. And I won't even put too much into that because, I mean, I don't remember a lot of non-black films either, unless they're Marvel, Disney, Star Wars, or musicals, or Disney, because that's what I watch for the most part. Although, um, did you see? Did you see Onward? I have not seen Onward. I uh, yes. Oh my God! You're going. You are going to cry buckets, buckets. It's a Pixar film, so you already knew that. But it's so good. It is good. It's yeah. not, I mean, I guess part of my issue is I don't like Chris Pratt. But, um, like, I don't know. He just get, he just makes uh-huh. me uneasy now, but whatever. Um, but I uh, I think that that movie was really well done. I mean, and Pixar does a good job with story building, character building, and all of that. So it's very good. And it's definitely a bros movie. So that's cool, too. Um, and the other thing that I'm hate-watching right now is... Uh, Zoe's extraordinary playlist, which um, so it's a show on NBC, ABC, CBS, I don't know, whatever, one of those network channels. And this girl has this accident, and it causes her to hear people's internal feelings through song. So it's a musical sitcom, and I, you know, that I love musicals. So uh, people just burst into like remixes of pop songs and it's really good um but i hate the main but i'm enjoying the show so we'll see well i mean kind i'm enjoying the music i should say the show makes me upset but there's a lot of different themes in there from mental health to dealing with family stress to dealing with sick parents to relationships friendships you know how to deal with rejection or all of that. So it, it, it covers a lot of bases and it has the, you know, the guy who played, uh, I don't know how he identifies. Actually. Um, you know, the, the, the person who played unique on Glee. Um, they play um, one of the main characters in the show and they're really good. Really, really good. Like really good acting. Um, you know, I never finished. Uh, what was that show? The Un Unshakable, the Unbreakable. Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, I didn't finish that. Kimmy I need Schmidt. to go back and finish that. Uh, did you watch the uh, Saved by the Bell re- uh, reboot uh, trailer? No, not reboot. No, it's well, not. Like continuation. Is trailer. Zach Morrison it? Uh Okay. Oh, he's the governor. He's the governor okay. of California. Uh, it's uh, following like Ed is uh, it's basically following uh Mario Lopez, uh, uh, and you're having uh, Elizabeth Jesse. They're married. Yeah, they're married. 
they have a they have a child at school. Uh, also, uh, Slater is teaching. He's a he's a football coach or uh, athletic director, something like that. And uh, you have Zach Morris, who's the governor of California, but you also have his son at the school. And he's I'm sorry, where like is Zach. Kelly Kapowski? Okay, thank you. Oh, you did not mention Zach. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. I know they stay, they still they shot some of their stuff, but not all their stuff is going to be in it directly because um, cause it's going to be on that uh, Peacock uh, streaming service, which is free for uh, Universal and NBC. So I, I know that they shot some of their stuff already, so they'll be in some episodes, but not all episodes until like the quarantine stuff is. So I think they shot like. What about Lark? Huh? Uh, and yes, what about um Screech still in jail? <laughs> oh, he's not, he's not, in it? Not in nah, I'm not sure he's in it. No. <laughs> but yeah, but so far it's uh those four in it, which is good. Uh, like I see, like like you see, like the Max is still around. I want to know how that school afforded. I was like. To have a kids dance every week, like every day, every week there was a school dance. Who was paying for all that? I want decorations and the food and the DJ. Like who is like who is doing all that? I mean, the school has iPad. Like any student that has iPad can just download the textbooks on. Yeah, but not in nineteen ninety three. I'm not not about 1990, then, but now when they had all that stuff. Like, I mean, we're they're in California, so I guess. But like, were they? Was it a? It must have been a super rich school. It wasn't a private school. Was it? Oh, that was a. Was it like? No, was a it was not a school. private school. So I just oh. didn't. I mean, the the economics of the show did not. Make sense. No, <laughs> wasn't it like a prep school? Isn't that the reason why he wasn't? It's because of how he preppy? dressed. Because Jesse went to the same school as him. Zach was walking around with a pop collar before pop collars were a thing. So he was definitely preppy. But um I mean they all represented different types of students. You know, they were all stereotypical. From the geek to the jock to the cheerleader to the, um, are you okay? Okay. Yeah, um, I'm fine. And then it's just it was a lot. I mean, sorry, it was it represents the whole gamut, and then the one black person. Because <laughs> oh, I guess they were in California and there's no black people. But um, but yeah. So I think there's a lot of TV that I want to catch up on, and and one of the things this quarantine has been good for me is to be able to um, read more. I'm like five books ahead of my reading schedule. Like I said, I was reading um, Pretty Little oh, little Fires Everywhere. And I, um, my book club is reading more books. Um, we just finished gra- our graphic novel theme. And a lot of the graphic novels we read are Netflix shows now. So we read The October Faction and Lock and Key and The Umbrella Academy. Which I need Umbrella Academy 2 to hurry up. 
Well, it's already done shooting and everything, so yeah, we're not going to have to Yeah, I, I need, one, so I need a lot of shows to hurry up and come out. You know what? Good news I got today, though. My um, baby Yoda that I ordered back in November that they said was not going to be available, the Funko Pop, not going to be available till May, is coming next week. I'm excited about that. Awesome. I get to add another Funko to my Star Wars collection. Very cool. Uh, but yeah, there's lots of more TV to watch. I hope you are staying healthy and as um, as safe as you can with your daily commute out into the world to work. That's what I'm trying to do. Well, good. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay distanced. Because yeah, I know you're in Jersey and you're right next to the hot pot of New York. Yeah, we are hot. So yeah, so keep yourself safe. I say, I mean, I said to everyone who's listening, um, thank you for listening. One and two, stay safe. You know, follow the directives of your cities and states, unless you live in Atlanta, and then that governor's stupid. Um, but uh, <laughs> don't inject yourself with house cleaning uh, chemicals. Don't do that. Um, despite what anyone might have said, please don't do that. Um, and yeah, I just, I hope that next week is a, another great week and I will probably have my, uh, complete thoughts on the pretty little liars and whatever else we watch next week. True. Uh, I gotta, uh, I gotta see, I gotta finish black as fuck. Um, I'm really enjoying the Clone Wars. You need to catch up on that with this final yes. season. Oh, it's, it's. I know it's, it's good. I, oh, I started watching so... it. I know. I mean, um, no, not are you started watching the final season yet? Oh my god! It's it's we're in the twilight zone of right in the middle of Revenge of the Sith, and everything's coming together now, and it's and it's like. I haven't been this excited in Star Wars. Yeah, we're not going to go into any of that. But yeah, I'm definitely watching it and enjoying what they have so far. Um, I'm all in on Star Wars, so it's nice that we have more to consume. Of course. You've seen Russian Doll, right? Uh, The co-creator of Russian Doll is making a female-centric Star Wars show for Disney Plus as well. Uh, I I feel like it might be the Ahsoka Tano show, or it could be um another show. Uh, I think it's like Doctor Af- Afrom or something like that. Uh, series, which is possible, which is which would be cool as well. Uh, but that creator is doing a uh Star Wars show, which is great. Um, and. I just can't wait for the Mandalorian season two. And I'm going to watch the documentary series that drops, I think, in like a week or so. Or uh, f- uh, for all eight episodes of the Mandalorian. Yeah. It's going to be eight episode documentary cool. series. Following yeah, that's going to be interesting. So, that's I, be interesting. Um, they're moving all the Marvel movies back because of Sony. So we're not going to get, uh, uh, I mean, just by a couple months, I guess, but it's shifting things until later 2021. They would have been. Yeah. Well. Well, not. Well, not. No, no, no. Um, this says. Covid nineteen. Uh, 
Um, yeah, I guess the main issue is COVID. But um, where is Black Widow? Like this? Yeah. Uh, that one's uh, November. They moved that into November. They moved the um, Eternals in the Shang Chi spot. They moved Shang Chi into the spot that uh, Multiverse Madness would have taken. And they've switched some stuff around, so Multiverse of Madness will now come after. Yeah, my thing is, I don't, I don't, I mean, I understand that they want to make their money, but I want to see this movie. They, they don't, they don't care. They, it's more like, um, these movies make a billion dollars on average, so we want our billion dollars on average. Because we're not. Gonna I mean, get I, I guess they don't want to get pirated and all that. I understand. I just, it's annoying. I feel like I haven't seen a Marvel movie in like ten years. I'm, I'm more upset that we're not going to get Falcon and the Winter Soldier because they had only two more weeks of shooting left before all this COVID stuff happened, yeah. and they couldn't finish it. And that would have been out in uh August. I was like, that would have been that would that could have that could have kept my Marvel uh Jones in and would have been fine after Black Widow. I would have been like I would have been like, oh, well Black Widow doesn't come out until November. So I'm like I can definitely use Falcon over the shoulder at this point in time. That would have been nice, but I feel like that probably wouldn't come out anyway because you probably have Black Widow and then something like that ties in, into Falcon and Winter Soldier. Whenever they go to uh, the Czech Republic, because they were shooting out there recently, uh, before all the COVID stuff happened, and going from there into uh, the WandaVision series, into the Multiverse of Madness stuff. Yeah, I mean, it would have been a nice. So it like, would have been a nice. Um, to have it all come together the way it should, I I, I think I'm I, I still love my Marvel movies, obviously, but I like the withdrawal is real, and I think it's done at this point. I haven't seen a Marvel movie in a long time, so I was thinking of doing a rewatch of all of them to kind of get my Marvel juices flowing, but I'm not interested. <laughs> I, 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 uh, no, I I'm like I'm I might watch some. So I'm gonna watch the Captain them. America series again because yeah, it's that's that's my favorite. Uh, might do that again because watch, right now I kind of need some Marvel stuff Ragnarok, because that's I was, one of the best ones. Yeah, because I was kind of because I was kind of like, oh yeah, I was kind of looking forward to uh, Morbius, the Living Vampire movie, because that would have been interesting because. Michael Keaton's in it, and that connects it to Spider-Man: Homecoming, and then Venom would have came out, and there would have probably been a connection to that one, because Tom Hardy been dropping all these hints that he'd been having to lead off Instagram. So I'm like, I feel like that. I feel like Venom's gonna pop up in Spider-Man Three, which would be very interesting. Especially if, especially if Spider-Man Three is what everyone thinks it is, and he's 
having to fight Craven. Mm. That that would be so interesting. Also, with the possibility of uh, internet rumors of getting uh, the Netflix Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox to come back and be Daredevil and be Peter oh, Parker's okay. lawyer. Mm. Yeah, so. Yeah, because like, all those rights go back. I think most of the rights are already back with Marvel and they're just waiting for like, Punisher and Jessica Jones to get back to Marvel before they can do some stuff. Well, we'll so. see what happens. Um, for now, I'm just going to finish the shows that I've been watching. And um, you haven't seen Lego Masters, you should watch it because it's funny and it's fun and it's Lego. So it's cool. Um, but yeah, it was great talking to you this evening, sir. And I will see you oh, on the next time. Well. All right, have a yeah. All right. Peace out. It's the ride along with Geralt Hawley along King Lee's The white wolf forward, a silver toy shell, his army of his Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh, that-